Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome back to the Wrong Road podcast. Uh, me, Aaron, hosting right now, and we've got George. Hello. It's just us two today. Yes. And uh, this is a little bit of a bonus episode. We're going to cover some old news that we didn't have time to cover in the, the first episode, and some news of a, a few trips that we did recently. Um, well. A trip. Well, yeah. Well, there's a trip to see Kenston, but yeah, we'll get into that. So uh, we'll start off with something we mentioned towards the end of last episode when we were discussing the uh, the upcoming events. When we thought that we had been recording for an hour and 20 minutes, but in reality we've been <laughs> recording for 45 minutes because what we used to record lied to us. Yeah, pretty much. As a matter of fact, so... I'm actually going to take down what time we've actually started so it can't lie to us again. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, yeah, so we mentioned, we briefly mentioned last episode that Hilmerston has returned from overhaul at the uh, Mid Hans Railway. And um, for those who don't know, um, the Somerset and Dorset Railway Trust, who own Kilmerston, uh, had a deal with the Mid Hans to overhaul Kilmerston, which is a packet 040. Um, and it moved to Rockley, I think, around May last year, or before. It probably was a bit before that, but they didn't actually start the overhaul until kind of May June time. And we had to, they arrived at Rockley still in like one piece. Yes. Uh, yes. Was, they hadn't started anything yet. No. Make that clear. Yes. Um. And it was in its Somerset and Dorset blue livery. So it looked pretty good. But uh, yeah, so the MHR... Finished the overhaul did, in one year. Yeah, did the overhaul for the Somerset and Dorset Trust. And they're planning to use it, or they already are using it, for the day out of Thomas Day, like we mentioned. As uh, Percy. As Percy. Now, uh, the main discussion point with this is... Uh, the livery, because everyone's been discussing the livery. So everyone, um, everyone has been declaring that they hate the livery, and it's the most disgusting, most vile livery ever to exist. And yes, it's apparently it the most horrific livery that ever existed, according to some people. And in reality, if you do some research, it's actually very close to uh, an authentic livery that it operated in service in. Yeah, so the the green is actually very close to. Uh, what it actually had in, in Kilmerston Quarry, supposedly. So you can if you find some pictures of it online. Um I'd say that the green in reality, the the prototypical green is actually a bit darker than the livery is painted yeah. at the moment. But they have just done that to make it Percy as well. So I mean, yeah. maybe I mean, that actually will, but I haven't really got much against it. It's more authentic no. than it used to be in. The livery is really not far off what it had in the quarry, like even the uh, the um, running board, the side of the running board, is red when it was in the quarry, which is kind of crazy, really. It just happens to match Percy's livery. Yes. That's it. So I guess you could say Percy is based on Kilmerston, confirmed. There we go. Yeah. He, he's not. But, um... <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not, but, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, actually, me and George made a trip out to... To Rockley on the 29th to see um, its first. More of a trip than Aaron. Yeah, well, 
George came two hours just to see uh, a green packet. So yeah, well worth it in my opinion. <laughs> that was on him. Uh, that was like twenty minutes for me. So didn't even get to see it move. No. <laughs> It did just move, really but it didn't move when we were there, so kind of unfortunate. But it did blow the whistle, so there yeah. we go. We got I'm to hear the whistle. I, I'm glad I drove two hours to go to see a, a packet blow its whistle. Yes. Um, I actually liked the livery. Um, it looks fine. I mean, it, it looks like a packet. Like, packets, don't, yeah. they're not really known for their exciting liveries. They tended to just be painted a colour, and um, yeah. that's what they've done. I mean, the complaints come from the fact that I've, what I've heard is people just like the look of the old livery, even though it wasn't authentic at all. And then I've also heard thrown around that how expensive the livery was to apply the previous one with all the varnishing and stuff that went into it. And right. then they just pay it over it. Um, I mean, do they think it wasn't going to get fresh yeah, paint anyway? I, like, I, I, I thought I don't get it. Like, it was obviously going to be getting repainted anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't really know they just paid loads of money for that one livery and that's it. Never going to paint it again. <laughs> uh, that livery is not anywhere near authentic, by the way. So I'm not in case lie. that is, you know, if anyone thinks, oh, it's much more authentic as it was before. No, actually the opposite. Gonna, I'm not going to deny that it didn't look good. No, it, it did look right. very good. It did no, look it, good. It, but it's the same as the, the 7F, 88, the blue livery that it used to be in. That wasn't authentic either. Um, no, but it did look good. It did rock it, it pretty good. pretty well. It looked very good, but it wasn't authentic. No, so yeah, I actually quite like the green as well, to be honest. But green is completely fine. Just looks like a packet. It literally just looks like NCB livery. So yeah, I don't know what that's. What, the the packet doesn't necessarily need to be in a grand livery. It doubles up as being able to use it as Percy. That'll make money for the Midhands Railway. What's the problem? Yeah. There we go. So yeah, it's it's operating this whole week at the day out with Thomas. Uh, supposedly, I haven't actually seen any photos of it running, but it is meant to be shunting in the yard as Percy, I'm sure. Um, so uh, yeah, that's that's that topic. Um, we wanted to just get that over and done with since we were gonna talk about it last time. Yeah, um, we we did briefly we mention, rushed, but we weren't. Yeah, we did briefly mention that it was. It was there. Fresh from overhaul. But, uh, yeah. No. Uh, now to move on to a slightly older topic, I suppose. And that is uh, locomotive services taking over. Old, huh? There's a couple of older topics in a row to come next. Well, yeah. But this one in particular is probably a few months old now. Which is locomotive services taking over Steam Dreams and buying Mayflower on top of that. Now, uh, in a lot of people's opinions, this uh, this takeover, as it were, didn't really go too well. Um, yeah, the first obvious reason being they don't have the coaching stop for it. <laughs> the the only Mark One set they have is the Sapphire Train set, um, and they haven't got enough spare Mark Ones. Yeah, they don't have enough spare Mark Ones to to do the Steam Dreams tours. Uh, Mark yeah, so a lot of the first tours that they did, they uh, operated with Mark Freeze. Well, I mean, I don't know about so, you, but when I pay for my rail tour ticket, I love to have the authentic journey on a 
1950s Mark III. It is, um, it is brilliant. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lovely air con. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that was great. I love having a steamed tour on a Mark III. It's very authentic. <laughs> the first tour they did was uh, there's Royal Scott in Scotland on Mark III's, um, which uh, lots of people loved, uh, definitely. But um, yeah. It's just not the well, same experience, is it? It's not the same experience, no. It wasn't a great start. Um, and they soon realised it. Uh, I think they ran the first uh, Sunset Steam Express. And then from that point, they cancelled like most of the uh, Sunset Steam Expresses. I think they left like three for the rest of the year. Are they getting more Mark 1s or have they got uh, more 1s? That's a good question. It's uh, a question I actually don't know the answer to, to be honest. So I mean, I'm they sure they've got some that they're working on, but... Bought all this stuff and then gone, oh, well, now we can't run it. Yeah. <laughs> so they pretty much started with buying the company and then, you know, considered the fact that they need coaching stop for it. So, yeah, that was kind of... Uh... thought about that before buying the company. Yeah, it was kind of their what fault. Happened to the... Did the company they bought not have coaches? Right, so let me explain for people that don't know about Steam Dreams. So Steam Dreams was a company that ran tours, but they are not a train operating company, a TOC. So they can't run their own tours. Or they can't run their own stock on the main line, I should say. Oh, so they just, so they just buy the locos. They're just like a tour promoter kind of thing, and they come up with the tours, but they were running they using, using West Coast uh, uh, coaches and West Coast locos. Uh, that makes sense. Which Mayflower was a part of, but um, LSL bought Mayflower at the same time as buying Steam Dreams, which is certainly a surprise. Um, so, they en- so they ended up running another co- rail tour like company, I guess, with a bunch of locos, and then suddenly realised they had no one to run them with. Pretty much. I mean, why couldn't they continue using West Coast stock? Uh. Because West Coast won't let them use them. I mean, they're different. I, I bet you. POC, so I bet I bet you that's like what they were planning on. They were hoping that they would continue to be able to use the West Coast stock on the. Well, yeah, uh, that would be uh, very unlikely, but you know, because <laughs> it's like when you buy a company, the company still remains independent, right? Is that what's happened here? I mean, like, is, yeah. is Steam Dreams still a thing? It's just. Yes. Uh, like a, a sub-company of LSL. Of, yeah, locomotive services. Yeah, but they were, they were probably thinking that they'd be able to continue using the West Coast stock mm. um, because they're just a like a a child company to LSL instead of being um, merged. Yeah. That's pretty that, much... And that, and that didn't go in their favour, maybe? No. <laughs> no, they ended up cancelling all of the Windsor Steam Expresses for the year. And then they cancelled most of the Sunset Steam Expresses, like I said. They've only run, they only had three left to run this year, I think. Um, And then, pretty much what they've done is the reason they've cancelled half of the tours is so that they can use um, Statesman Rail stock where possible. Uh, Statesman Rail is another LSL owned brand, which is a diesel rail tours. But they actually operate with Mark II stock. I don't know if you've seen the 
Statesman Rail Mark Twos before. How many Mark Twos have they got? Like a full set. I don't know exactly how many, but could they not use the Mark Twos for the Steam tours? Well, that's what they're doing. That's what they're using the Statesman Rail stock now for most of the Steam Dreams tours. Um, well, that would have made sense to do that from the start because that's better than Mark Threes. Yeah, but they have the Mark Twos were already operating with uh, Statesman Rail tours, which is why they couldn't used them on those first initial tours when they took over the company. Yes. So they realised their mistake, so they cancelled all the... need to get some more stock, I think. Um... Yeah. They cancelled those tours, and, and now they're just running the tours where they can guarantee they can get Mark IIs on it, pretty much. They've, Which um, is a little bit better, but... They've put them, so they've really thrown themselves in the deep end here, because not only are they going to have to find some stock, they're going to have to then make sure that stock is mainline ready. Yep. Um, and that could take a lot of money and a lot of time. Um, it's probably much. something they should have thought about. They definitely should have considered it, yeah. I mean, someone's going to turn around and tell me that they did consider it, and they went with it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then that's their own fault then, isn't if it? If they did consider it and just went with it anyway, then what the hell are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> Because um, that was just like the stupidest idea ever. They really yeah. should have thought about getting stopped beforehand, unless obviously they're worried that they that I mean, I guess if they got the stock and then the buying of Steam Dreams just went wrong or something, it just didn't happen, then that's it. <laughs> They've got a bunch of stock that they're not using. I don't know. Who knows? I guess that probably would have put them in a bad situation, but I feel like not doing that beforehand put them in a guaranteed bad situation while doing it beforehand would have only put them in a maybe bad situation yeah that's true so uh, yeah it hasn't been going too well for them but um, they're still they're still at it they're still doing some more Steam Dreams tours this year and they're about to announce their Christmas um, range of tours I guess you could say um so Christmas yeah, range. Christmas range. Yeah, <laughs> Aaron's the professional on rail tours. I don't really know a lot about the, the different rail tour companies and stuff. So yeah, I mean, Steam Dreams used to operate very often in my my kind of area. So I used to see Steam Dreams tours quite often. Never really taken much notice of what a, a rail tour is. I just see that there's something cool coming, and I find out what loco <laughs> is, and then I just go and see it. Like I, I, yeah, that's I fair. Don't, I don't really know what locos are owned by who either. I just see that we'll get. I either see somewhere or get told that a certain loco is going to be in a certain place, and I go, "That's where I'm going." <laughs> yep, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> on that note of uh, locos you see quite often, uh, you can move on to the uh, Britannia talk there. You want Britannia? I see Britannia quite often, more frequently, as it's been down in the southwest a lot. Yes. Um, and we were going to discuss something that's also quite old, and that is um, the picture that got released of... Um, oh, and the, video. Oh, there's a video as well, is there? Yeah. Of the Loco crew on Britannia um, raking coal forwards while moving. Yeah. That's... Uh, just you're moving at speed as well. Um, I mean, some speed. I think it was probably in the 20 to 30 range. So it wasn't like full speed, but fast enough. I mean, I would... yeah, fast enough to be standing <laughs> in the tender. I would say. Um, we wanted to discuss 
dangerous how dangerous this is and um I mean, I think very. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, obviously very, but... I, I'm a volunteer on a railway, and I mean, we would probably get shot for that. Um, yeah, then this is a mainline tour. This so. is a mainline tour. Um, I mean, you can make the point that they were going along the the seawall, the Dawla Seawall, and there's no bridges, there's no footbridges that I can think of after Dawlish. Uh, so they had an area without any bridges and that kind of stuff, but it's falling off. Yeah, it's still not still not safe. That's for sure. Coal is not a very even surface to be standing on. No, and it's obviously also not fixed in place. No, one foot out of place, and he could have slipped and fallen. Pretty much, and just the way trains are if he slipped and fell he would have just gone under that's like mm. probably the case yeah because it, he wouldn't have fallen like miles clear because he's in the middle of the tender so he would have probably tripped and like fallen and flipped over the edge <laughs> Great. and that wouldn't have been very good no it wouldn't, um, been, it wouldn't have been a good look for steam on the main line that's for sure it would probably be quite uh, a serious Incident, obviously. I mean, it should still be a serious incident, even though nothing happened. It, it should but... be a serious incident. And what, what did they suffer any repercussions for it? I don't know. I, I, I never saw anyone discuss it really, other than people that were videoing it. It's just you just shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> no, like, literally anything could happen. But I think the primary thing when I saw it was just, well, he could fall. That's literally all I. Yeah. I don't, that, that's actually the first thought that came to my mind. Like, I don't think about. Obviously, bridges and um, footbridges, etc., come to mind eventually. But the first thing I thought when I saw it was, "Well, he's well, he falls over." <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't the risk, no matter where you are. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it wasn't the best look, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I only really saw people discussing it online. Um, and I never really saw any reports about it, or even if he did fall clear, he'll be injured because that's quite high up. Yeah, I mean, he's falling off of a, a bloody tender, so he's falling off of not just the tender, but the top of the coal pile in the tender. Like he's falling, <laughs> he's falling off of the maximum height of the tender. That's where his feet are. <laughs> mm. Perfect. So yeah, it's not the. Yeah, um... If you're, ever, uh, if you're ever firing a loco uh, anywhere, um, don't stand on the coal while it's moving. Uh, I can imagine it's probably not safe. <laughs> That's your message from the wrong road. Nice. There we go. That guy successfully did it without harm, but that doesn't mean you will. <laughs> we promote safety. He's here. a lucky man. He's a lucky man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we should move on to some more mainline news. What I want to talk about is not something that I, I don't remember it. I mean, I'm, I can see it coming back to me, but cause apparently he mentioned it to me before. Yes. Um, but if you want to lead it, because I don't, I don't even know how to start because I've forgot, or I just got to remember yeah. the conversation. Well, it's pretty much something that doesn't happen very often. Uh, Clanline failed its FTR exam on the 21st of July. Now, I believe the tour it was going to do was probably going to be diesel hauled anyway because the uh, the steam ban and all that stuff going on. But uh, yeah, it's 
it's not very often that you see clan line failing with any kind of problems. But uh, supposedly during a routine examination, um, they discovered some minor cracking in the Fermic siphons, which are inside the firebox. So uh, discussions were were made with, with boiler insurers and it was agreed that they would need to work on it for it to uh, operate safely, pretty much. So, um, I'm noticing yeah. while we're reading it, that it says that we can reassure that the decision was not taken lightly. I mean, was it really a decision? Like, there's not really a decision. There, <laughs> I don't think there was much of a decision there. No, no. They found that it was damaged, and that's just it. You're not running it, yeah. sunshine. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> not really a decision. No. No, that's, so that's a point after I've read it, I don't think I have seen this before. I don't. I don't know. This oh, we discussed it I don't at think some it point, it. but I, 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 this is news to me. I don't catch up with this kind of stuff. Uh, clearly, I've been living under a rock or something. When did this even happen? Yeah. So, I mean, it hasn't run since then, obviously. So it's, it's under repair at the moment, but um, we don't really know when it's going to return. But, I mean, there's huge steam bands and things going on at the moment anyway, so it's not like... the best time it could have broken. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) that's a good time for it to break, you know, get some stuff fixed on it, bring it back out, good as new. Maybe they'll fix some other stuff that they didn't notice before as well. Yeah, 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 might as well just do a full overhaul, honestly. Yeah, might as well. Just (laughs) chuck it in for an early overhaul, see you later. Bring it back out, and the steam band might be over by then, so... Yeah, hopefully. There we go. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, that's just a little little topic because uh, I don't really know much about it other than the fact no, it, about it. it needs repairing. Um, that's about all I all I know about that. So, and then yeah. the thing that that's basically everything we failed to mention last week. Um, yes, and then on top of that, Aaron wanted to discuss uh, what we did at the weekend. It's just gone because we knew we were going to be doing it, um, and when mm. me and Aaron said that we could do this little catch up just me and him, um, we thought we'd be able to include this, and that is that we went to um, see the Dorset Coast Express. Um, yes. In Well, just outside Weymouth in the evening, and at, um, well, me, me, Harley, and Sam saw it at Wareham in the morning. Um, yes, I saw it at Basingstoke. Yes. <clears throat> so I, I saw it before I got my train at Basingstoke. It's double-headed class thirty-three rail tours. Pretty, pretty rare sight. Uh, definitely a very cool flashy sight. It was very cool to see. It wasn't particularly flashy when it came through Wareham because it was already at speed and <laughs> just mean... kind of came through. We did get tones, so I mean, Hooray. that, that tones. is a crossing there. So yeah, really tones weren't for you. I'm afraid special. it wasn't very like mega tones over. It was just little. There's a video on my TikTok at Railway George. Just go and look at that, and you'll see the tones. Ah, uh, good shout out. Good shout yeah, out. Good shout out. <laughs> uh, it was like a last minute thing. I just realised there's literally a video of it online. You can see. Um, yeah. And no, I, I got. Didn't just. Um, we'll talk about the thirty threes, of course, in a second. But I just wanted to throw out there that we didn't go down that way for no reason. I mean, Aaron travelled quite far as well. Actually, to yeah. be fair, it's probably about equal distance for um, us three and Aaron. We live apart to get. That's to. true. That area, um, yeah. uh, but we went, we made a day of it, went down to Swanage and bashed some of the Swanage railway stuff. Uh, two you say bashed, 
We line-sided. We, we line-sided. I, I, we vegged. <laughs> we were only there for like an hour or just over an hour, so I think it's understandable. We, we vegged. We did not bash, we vegged. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we vegged 257 Squadron and the U-Class. Running, which was a, what a beast good combination, in my opinion. I mean, I'm a big fan of unrebuilt bullets. Um, yes, as am I. I can imagine there'll be a, a backlash with that. I'll be like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm turning the Why podcast off. Why do you off. like those? <laughs> God damn. That's it. Turn the podcast off. Don't like these guys anymore. We are kind um, of southern stands. Yeah, kind you of. You could say. I like everything. I want to just make that clear. Uh, there is it. A southern is superior. But Unrebuilt Bullied are just epic, I'm afraid. Yes. That's just this the way is very it is. True. Um, but yeah, we saw the Class 33s at Wareham, then Aaron arrived shortly afterwards. Um, his train was literally following the 33s. Um, yep. <laughs> and then we picked it up, went to Swanage. Should we go to Swanage first? Is that the wrong? No, we went to Core first, which is where we. Uh... We ran through a oh, field. Right, yeah, we went to Corf, and there was <laughs> yeah. a really weird. There's a really weird, like I guess it's a school in Corf Castle. Um, well, not in Corf Castle, but Corf the village. And I'm guessing it must be a primary school. But I, I've been thinking to myself, what the hell is going on with this? Because there's two public footpaths that come off of the <laughs> school field, and yeah. both of those footpaths lead to a railway crossing. I don't know what kind of safety this school is trying to promote here. <laughs> I mean, especially as it's very clearly going to be a primary school. Like, this is like four to 11-year-old kids being let f- f- roam free in this field with two easy paths that go to railway crossings. I mean, we'll look over that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. go, then go bash. <laughs> they want to see 257 Squadron as well. Like, come on. There's like nothing really stopping you from leaving the field either. And I was like, they must keep an eye on those kids with like, <laughs> like hawks. Yeah. Maybe they just stand, like, on the path. You probably get two poor members of staff to just stand at those entrances to the paths and go, nah, you're not going through, pal. Yeah. We tried looking for a railway crossing that Aaron wanted to go to to see 257 Squadron. Yeah. Um, We ended up going on an adventure down the wrong path um, for miles. Wrong road. Yeah, down the wrong road. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We ended up in a field that was okay. But if it was winter, it would have been better. But it was all overgrown because it's summer, so it wasn't that good. Um, yeah, it could have been better. And we saw two five seven squadron. Then we went back to the school field, and um, then we realised we're stupid, and that the crossing we wanted to go to was right in front of us the whole time. It was literally like yeah, a matter of meters in front of that school field. It was not where I was expecting it to be. That's <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, I've been there before, but it was a long time ago. People so. Swanage Railway probably know the one. It's literally like just out of Corf Castle. Yeah. Um, Heading towards the Swanage direction. Literally yeah. the first foot crossing. We wanted to be there, but we ended up in some field further up. Yes. Which is, which is actually a field that is like one field down from the field that set fire later in the day. Mm, the exact same day, yeah. Yeah, which is the reason why <laughs> Thanks to, to, to run the 33s instead for this week. Um, yeah. I'm sure that's something we'll bring up on the next episode. Harley would object, would 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 object, but I'm glad that we saw two five seven in the U class on that day and not thirty threes. Yeah, I would agree with that. To be honest, I mean, I love the U class. It's easily one of my favourite locos. Absolute yeah, yeah. beast. 
both of them are probably the best we could have seen at Swanage, to be honest. Yeah, um, definitely not roasting Eddie Stone here, guys. Um, no, not roasting. Definitely Eddie. not roasting the only other Steam Loco they have. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we went straight to Swanage after that and uh, had lunch. saw 257 again, had lunch. Saw a Lancaster bomber. Yeah. Don't know was... why that was there. That was interesting. We arrived just... at Swanage and it was just circling the beach. Let's get ready to bomb, clearly. I mean, I was, I was like, sure, okay, welcome to Swanage. <laughs> yeah. Bombing the that, beach, I mean. That, that was cool to see, I guess. Bit of a bit of a was surprise. A just completely random. I still don't know what, what that was for. Did, you, no. did someone... I thought someone found something that it was for. No. Did you not find anything? No, I just I saw it was flying over the well. A Lancaster bomb was also flying over the Seven Valley Railway, and that's about it. Probably I the same one. Probably the same one, but it's very random. It was the same day, so yeah, it's probably the same one. There's got to be some yeah. reason for it. Yeah, I'm sure it was some some event or something. I don't know, but uh, Swanage was absolutely packed. Um, yeah, was as I'm sure you're not surprised on a sunny uh, day at a, a beach town. Um, hardly surprising, a seaside town, so that was fun. But uh, beach was absolutely rammed. Yeah, we didn't go to the beach, but absolutely we looked at it. And utterly rammed. Yes, no, there was no room on that beach whatsoever. I hate it when beaches no. get like that. I don't understand why people arrive and go, Oh, that was perfect, I'll join in. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just doesn't look very comfortable, and it's probably a billion degrees as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, one of our uh, favourite points was uh, the fact that you could see the Class 50 from, like, almost by the shoreline. There's, <laughs> yeah, like, a clear right, road right through look, the station. If you haven't right been to Swanage. The, look right up the uh, Swanage High Street and you can just see a Class 50 just parked yeah. at the top. Yeah, it's, it's quite a beautiful yes. site, really. Perfect. NSE as well, isn't it? Yes. Beautiful. I think I'm establishing that the Lancaster Bomber was a flight in memorial of the Battle of Britain. Ah, well, isn't that which good? Went, the Battle of Britain went on for months, um, so I guess they've just whacked it somewhere in the middle of when of when it was occurring, because it says that it went from the 10th of July 1940 to the 31st of October 1940, so I guess August, September time is an acceptable time to do the, the memorial, because it's like somewhere <laughs> in the yeah, I guess. Unless you I mean, do the memorial every day for, for no. two months or three months, whatever. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's uh, that's good then that they had two five seven squadron running. Perfect. Yeah, it's almost poetic. Yeah, yeah <laughs> honestly. Uh, yeah. After our little stop for lunch, we uh, we had floor it straight to Weymouth. Yes. To try and get not to quite in Weymouth. Um, no. What what would you describe the area we were at? Upway Bank. I mean, Upway Bank. It's yeah. by the tunnels, Bincoon Tunnels. I think yeah. they're called. We went, we went to the tunnels up Upway Bank. Um, yes, I think it's think it's Bincoon Tunnel. Top of one of the hills that overlooks the bank and the tunnel, and filmed it from there. And yes. I have a video for that to go on my TikTok at Railway George <laughs> as well. Um, so and, you should uh, over there. That's where my photo came from. That. You will be seeing if you're watching on YouTube. That's uh, my photo from from up top there. 
which is a great view. Uh, they weren't going very fast. No, they they must have had issues or something because they later on they were having no problems at all. They were absolutely thundering along. Um, yeah. So I don't really know what was going on there. Someone else. It is a steep see. bank, but yeah, but it's two class thirty threes. Yeah, you think they'd have a they bit more speed than they did, but they very obviously weren't running immobile for some reason. They were no. The drivers had walkie talkies and were talking to each other. Um, yes, we could just about make out. Uh, <laughs> and they were just struggling. They were going out the hill again. You'll be able to see the video at Railway George, and you'll be able to see what we mean. Mm. We're not going very quick up that hill whatsoever. No, it's quite anticlimactic actually, but they were freshy. So they were freshy, and they were claggy. Yeah, as well. So it was worth exactly. the trip. And then um, after after that, we took Aaron to Dorchester. Dorchester South. Yeah. yeah, we took we took Aaron to Dorchester to go get his train home, and then me and Harley and Sam absolutely bolted it to Yeovil <laughs> to try and see it again. Um, because there was, a, there was a funny moment where I looked at real time when I was yes, on my train. Aaron said it arrived at Yeovil sixteen minutes early. But, yeah, um, but left Yeovil for sixteen yeah, minutes early. It, well, I was about to mention that it's just, it's just the fact there's no track circuits or anything in yeah. one sections, so it just didn't know what to do. I, mean, I don't know if you noticed, but Traxy was completely like messed up as well because it, it was, as far as Traxy was concerned, it was still in Weymouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. Um, Just never left. And even got the right head code. It was still five head code, not one. Yep. Um, so Traxy was don't know what Traxy was doing. Rail Record of the same was was still convinced that it had been activated and not left Weymouth yet. So yeah. I don't really know what happened. The tour confused literally every tracking um, website there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until it got to, until it actually got to Yeovil Pen Mill, then it like fixed everything. It suddenly like realised, oh, there it oh, is. Oh, there it is. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's not forget that Dorchester had a massive uh, track circuit failure like last month on the exact same date that there was three tours at Weymouth. So uh... well, Unbelievably, we did actually make it to see it again at Yeovil. Um, nice. We went to the bridge and saw it again, and that was... Pretty cool, and um, we met a very nice uh, old man at the bridge, um, who was actually he was he was disappointed he was disappointed he he was disappointed because he thought he'd missed it because of all of the stupid stuff. That oh yeah, online stuff. We reassured him that it making it from uh, Dorchester to Yeovil in like ten minutes was impossible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, then we saw it, and he he was happy again. So it was all good. Right. Happy, happy man's day. Yeah. Made an old man's day. And that was the end of our day. So, uh, yeah, that was our, our little trip out and uh, a little uh, catch up and, I mean, covering old stories that we hadn't covered yet, I suppose. Uh, we should have a lot of fresh stories ready to cover in the uh, next episode. Yes, so, uh, hopefully we should have a bunch of fresh things. Who knows what's going to happen between now and next week. Um, mm. On that note, it will be next week that the next podcast comes out. Um, and then after that, we'll probably go to a bi-weekly basis where we release one every two weeks yeah um, unless we do any like bonus ones like unless this. we have bonus ones like this i can if you're listening now expect our schedule to be every two weeks yes um but keep an eye out in between because there might be bonus episodes that come out basically yeah, pretty much um, i also want to now i know we don't have very many listeners but i can see we do have some um i'm gonna say about the mailbag if you mm. want to write in, 
and with an email to contact us so we can talk about your topic or you can comment on something we said stupidly on our podcast. <laughs> Many um, things we said stupidly. Yeah. Uh, then you can email wrongroadpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you put mailbag in one word in the subject and hopefully what I've set up is that will flag them up for us so we can see all of them so they get filtered out of everything else. Um, nice. And then we'll be able to read them on podcast if we get any. Yeah. And uh, I think that was all I really wanted to point out beyond that. Um, you can follow my TikTok at Railway George. You can follow my Twitter at Railway George. <laughs> you can follow Sam's Instagram at Shelf Desk Branch Line. Oh, I wasn't expecting that shout out. There we go. Um, all of them are actually on our website. All the links to those social medias are on our ACAST website. Um, which is www. no, not www. https colon slash slash shows dot acast dot com slash the hyphen wrong hyphen road. Um, there we go. Got the link in the YouTube video if you need it. And yeah, that's all from me. I think. I think yeah. there's anything else I want to mention. No, that's that. So, uh, so I guess that's the end of our little excursion. Um, <laughs> excursion. <laughs> Thank That's a good way to all. put it. Thank you for listening to uh, the Wrong Row podcast. We hope you made it this far. If you did make it this far, why not send us an email and tell us you made it this far? And um, Hooray. <laughs> um And we will see you next week, hopefully, where all four of us will be on again, I hope. Yes. As long as we can all get all four of us together. I would say there's probably going to be at least three of us on the next one. Uh, but hopefully we can get all four of us again. And hopefully there'll be much to talk about. Bye. So, goodbye, everyone. I've been George, and uh, this has been Aaron. Goodbye. Uh, bye bye.